the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Ready? It's time for Milberger's Gardening, South Texas. Two hours of gardening facts and fun with Dr. Jerry Parsons and Dr. Calvin Finch. To be a part of the show, call 308-8867. That's 308-8867. Or toll free at 866-308-8867. And now, live from Milberger's Landscape and Nursery at 1604 and Bulverde Road. Here's your host, Milton Blake. And welcome to Millburgers Gardening South Texas on 9:30 a.m. The Answer. Milton Glick, along with Dr. Jerry Parsons, Dr. Calvin Finch, Tracy's on the here. Coast. We are in the middle of the Amazon uh, rain <laughs> in the rain rainy forest. season. Yeah. Yes, as we sit in the rainforest, uh, broadcasting live from Millburgers Rainforest here at 1604 on Boulevard Road. We think about three more inches, and this will be a record for September. So, what is the record? Somewhere around 50, 15 plus. Wow, really? For the September, yeah. Holy cow. And what is it now? It's 12, and then there's my rain gauge. uh, Yeah. Another one today. And uh, there's at least a couple days more of the rainfall, although today should be the big day. Yeah, I think. And then uh, Trace was saying on on his forecast, looks like the weekend is cloudy, but uh, the rain diminishes, chance of rain diminishes. Does that sound right? Something like that. Okay. All right. Well, you can give us a call and be a part of the show at 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867, toll free. It's 866-308-8867. It always fascinates me that uh, uh, despite the rain, which has kind of stopped here at the nursery, um, people, Temporarily. Are, people, are, people are out here doing some shopping. What did he get? What is that? It was name? like. It was Sorry. like. The oh, those are pretty. People were waiting for the rain to and then, then they rush the customers. No, they still shop in the rain. Uh, he was this gentleman was sitting in his car for about fifteen minutes. For oh, okay, and then he started taking a picture. I think of the plant of the weekend. That's, is that up? Is that it up that's there? It's over there. Yeah. yeah, he was taking a picture. I of took that. a picture so I could show Jerry because I knew he wouldn't want to walk over there. Oh, okay. Uh, 210-308-8867, or come by and visit with us at sixteen oh four and Boulevardy Road, uh, and. Uh, all the plants that are outside complete pre-watered, as Jerry likes to say. So they've all been watered for you. And, uh, yeah, it's um, it's been a lot of rain. Yes. So yeah, our I rain rangers need to call in and tell us what you got in your, uh, for since uh, Labor Day, I think is when it started. And a lot of things that we predicted would happen. What happened? The tomatoes. <laughs> are, the tomatoes suddenly have... Thick, big leaves. Big huh? leaves again, and they're putting more growth on Oh, okay. Looks like the, well, the, the, the cherry tomatoes, uh, Ch- uh, Ruby Crush and BHN 968, they're setting fruit like mad. None of my larger, looks like mine are reorganizing. Re, uh, uh, they put blooming for a little bit. They're putting that foliage on, and yeah. I expect they'll be bl- blooming again. But they're, yeah, it's, it's so different. You know, it's like five days ago they... They look like uh, deprived, under uh, under fertilized uh, <laughs> tomato plants out there. Now they're nice and thick. 
So that, that's what we need. And then this cool weather, uh, what? We've had nearly a week of uh, nighttime temperatures getting close to 70 or less. And so they should start setting some fruit. Um, and I think so. The front lawn, when we got a break, I mowed. The back, I didn't. And I think I'm going to live to regret that. Can you tell the difference? Yes. <laughs> well, it, the back is, is I'm going to have to. It's one of those debates. Bail it, huh? Yeah, I think so. Cut it and bail it. It's one of those debates, though, Milton, too. It's a little tough on the machine and the, the grass sometimes and the soil. Let it go too high? When it's muddy. Oh, okay. Yeah. No. I did yeah, the same that's thing. why I won't do it. I did the same thing you did, though. I was thinking I, I made it. I let it go any further with my uh, pigweed, pigweed and uh, uh, horse, horse herb. herb. Speaking Long. of, we still have one flat of the horse herb left. Oh, oh good. man. And good. I, I wanted to take a picture. So I went to uh, the Salvation Army. There's a, They have a church on uh, Southwest Military today as their shoe-in where... Uh, kids from around San Antonio, uh, through the generosity of San Antonio and the Salvation Army, uh, get a pair of shoes. Um, and um, But the church has no grass. It is all horse herb. And it looks great. It's right. it's beautifully it's like uh, right. you know the Irish emerald green and it's, right now yeah yeah it's 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 beautiful uh, I bet they I bet they have black swallowtails too oh I don't know well, it was raining so yeah. the swallowtails are they're they're inside I guess I don't know where the swallowtails go when it rains um, they they just go and look for nectar and other sources okay but uh, they'll they, yeah when the sun comes out they'll find it but, but that, it really that, did look pretty it was uh, it was there was no grass and and I imagine when the horse service isn't there, it's kind of sketchy grass, you know, little patchy and weedy and stuff. But not now. <laughs> it's lush and green. Yeah. And uh, the all the beautiful flowers. On that. The little yellow ones. Is that the horse the, service? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And then I was, you know, I've been moaning and groaning about the the one, the porterweed that's grow, been growing, blooming the best has been that dwarf red. And I have uh, had some coral uh, porterweed that I bought earlier in the year. And they're big, big plants. And they just kind of had the dwarf plants adjacent to them. But you don't even notice the dwarf plants. Now, with the rain, it's built big coral. And the bloom, bloom stocks are about four times as long. And uh, I was telling uh, Trace that the uh, hummingbirds the, and the, the migration, hummingbird migration is... Obviously started because they've been. Uh, oh yeah, I didn't think about that. Yeah, you said they loved yeah, it. Yeah, they were uh, have, having their battles. We we drug a bench in so we could watch watch the uh, competition for the uh, porterweed over there. And along with uh, there was black chin. I think there was a rufus, but I couldn't identify for sure. But the, there certainly was ruby throats there too. Some of our other listeners have identified ruby th- throat hummingbirds. You know what else is quite happy is the bush morning Toads, glory. Frogs. It's not blooming, but it is growing and growing and growing. <laughs> it started off uh, pretty much uh, just about a little bit below the top of the fence, and now it is about a foot taller than the fence. Uh, it's happy. So it's a, it's established itself. Uh, so. Is that what that means? Yeah. Okay. That's good. It'll bloom, it'll bloom a little bit later. Yeah, I don't doubt when there's some sun. There yeah. hasn't been much yeah, sun. That's right. 
All right, so 210-308-8867. We need our rain rangers to call us. We're curious as to how much rain you've gotten so far. We'll go back to Labor Day when we started counting. 210-308-8867. So I did get a picture. I'll show it to Jerry, too. Calvin, you saw the fungus picture? Uh Uh-huh. I think she sent it to you at Plant Answers. Yeah, but I didn't get it. Oh, not yet? Okay. Well, it's okay. Is that just a fungus on the on the yeah, pot? I don't uh, think rim, it's pot. Rim of the pot. Yeah, I don't think it's bothering the plant, but she wants to know how to get rid of it. Well, people are going to see a lot of that now. Oh, you think? Oh, yeah. Every, that's, every, that's what our our store meeting was this morning. Was uh, everybody's going to start bringing in stuff with fungus? So no, we'll wow. talk about what to use. Every piece of organic material yeah. out there that was dry, and now we'll have uh, started to. To, uh, mushrooms decompose. Were, mushrooms yeah. were big yeah. this week. Yeah, I mushrooms, mushrooms are coming up. In my yard. What do I do? Yeah, well, well that that's another one of Jer- Jerry's. Uh, you can predict. You can uh, recommend almost any fungicide because next week they'll be gone anyway. So you know, but there you uh, they're uh, really not much of a treatment for a typical mushroom outbreak. So she's been told like. Stay away from it. Don't breathe it in. It'll kill you. Uh, so, you know, what do you use to get rid of fungus like this on a pot? Yeah, just use a uh, knife and scrape it off. Oh, really? Okay. <laughs> what, if it gets, what if it gets airborne? Should she panic? Yeah, she's going to die. <laughs> Should she wear a mask? Poor Trace. He's not even rolling his eyes anymore. He's just, his head is sunk down, pal. It could be as this. I think Trace may have a different opinion about her life uh, if she does this. Think she'll be okay, Trace? I, I think she'll be fine. Okay, so just yeah. scrape it off. And you were suggesting spraying a little well, something on it. Bleach. To... Well, bleach would work too. Oh, bleach uh, would be good. But I was thinking something that would actually be beneficial for the plant, so like an iron product. Uh, although it would change the color of the pot, would also inhibit any of the fungus from growing temporarily. Oh, okay. That might be anything as simple as a little bit of uh, nutrients or fertilizer even, on there, even. It's could be. Growing. But even vinegar would do that. So, uh, oh, would take care of the fungus? Vinegar would? Yeah, yeah don't, just don't do it over. Don't overdo it. Or do it and put it in. Okay. That's why I was thinking iron, but uh, vinegar would do it. Right. You know, when we That's got, like the vinegar idea. We got into the uh, acidifying soil big time, especially when we were promoting the, the blueberries, and we were trying to debate of whether the using our alkaline water was a big factor. And uh, of course, it only took very little vinegar to convert the, convert it to an acidic. Uh, and a lot of people used uh, couldn't believe that, you know. And some people did did it like a fourth. To, Three parts of water, and that 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 was too potent. We had a lot of. Uh, it certainly worked to uh, uh, take out the uh, foliage in the plants and mm-hmm. uh, set them back. Set them back. Ooh. So be real careful with the vinegar. Uh, okay. Try not to get any on the plant, just on the fungus. Yeah. Same. The bleach would be a problem though, too, wouldn't it? If you got it on the plant. Yeah. So. If it's if it's not real dilute, if it's real dilute. I okay. Guess. All right. So don't get, get it on your shirts either. No, you and I have the same problem. I don't believe there is splash-free bleach. Uh, if I'm pouring it, it's splashing. <laughs> Doesn't matter. I was trying to remember what I was cleaning. Obviously, something when my and how did how to get to three different shirts. You know, <laughs> Thank you. Thank <laughs> you very much. I, I am with you, Calvin. We are brothers in this problem because I and you know I don't remember getting on the shirt and then I'll wash the shirt. 
And then I'll see the bleach spots. It's like, oh, man. By the way, peanut butter is not good for shirts either. Really? I'm not going to explain how I got that all over the shirt. Just Well, we've seen you eat, so we know. Yeah, you understand. Uh, so peanut butter will, I think, take off stuff as well. All right, 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867. What, what do you get do to get rid of mushrooms if they don't want them? My wife loves them. She's, she's excited. Time, time will take care of them. But, yeah. uh, she doesn't eat them. You don't even want to eat them. We don't eat them. She just... For me, I would not do the fungicide. I would do a, a copperus or something like that. Oh, tear the mushrooms? Because that's actually beneficial for the, the plants and the grass and wherever they're growing. Okay. Uh, if they really don't want them. Okay. Yeah. Is there any, other than maybe the fear of animals eating them, if you don't eat them, is there any harm that they do? Most animals are not. Stupid uh, enough. Thank you. I didn't, I wouldn't, well, yeah. what, we've, well, we've what, what, a, what are we going to have animals that call us to complain? Uh, <laughs> well, what we've, we've uh, recommended in the past is if, they're, uh, if you're afraid of something like that, just take your, your hole and scrape the, the stuff uh, the stuff off the surface, the mushrooms or whatever it is. But, but um, Trace is right, most of them will not mess with it at all. All right. They have a weird problem, too. Y'all want to hear about my other weird thing? No. But I think I know what it might be. <laughs> all right. So tell me if this is poss- if my theory is possibly correct. No. Oh. All right. Well, thank uh. you. 210-308-8867. So in the front yard, there was a big tree, and the big tree died. And that's where the uh, Grandma's Yellow Rose was, which has now been moved. And so when I moved the Grandma's Yellow, there's now a hole, and it's just, like, really soft. It just, if you step on it, it gives and and stuff like that. And then all of a sudden, and we had them in pots in the yard, and so you can see where the grass died underneath the pots. But all of a sudden what I'm noticing is there's a line of dead grass, and it could be that that is where the tree roots were. If you, it's it's where I know it's partly where they were, but it goes out probably about from that big hole, which is where I popped the tree roots out. It goes on, you know, five feet on either side, and pretty much in a little like a, a semicircle. Uh, and so my theory was that maybe that's old roots decaying and then robbing nitrogen from the uh, the turf, and that's why it's brown there and not. And not growing. Okay. You shrugged your shoulders, Calvin did. So does that mean, yeah, maybe, but not really probable? Or? Yeah, that's. but I was, those, those fungus, that's de- what, de- that decomposition process is is uh, kind of strange. You could have, it, it could be something like you're talking about, but I, I wouldn't expect it to be such a, a, no, a straight line and, okay. and a noticeable, but... I was just guessing it's where the roots were. So they quite were. often you see just the opposite effect too. Really, that greens. But but I was thinking you were going to say that you had all these depressions everywhere as the as the roots decompose. Oh. And the soil sunk. No, I do have one where I popped it out, but no, they're okay in the other places, huh? I don't know, Jerry. Any uh, Trace, have you ever seen a direct impact on the? I would have thought it would have been there before the tree came out as well. If oh, it had. yeah. It's just weird. It's a whole line, uh, almost straight, kind of like this. Just huh. so okay. Well, I'll just fertilize. Well, let's it. see what our uh, see what our listeners. Uh, All right. Yeah. If you've got a theory got on any ideas, what my problem is, 
<laughs> Which one is that you're talking about? <laughs> Which problem? You pick one. Uh. Anyone you like, call us at 210-308-8867. Uh, and I got to figure out what to fill it in, what to fill in that one area so that it's not a hazard. I put the pot that Grandma's Yellow is now in into the hole. There you go. But it sank about three inches. It looks horrible now. Yeah, that that um, I was gonna. I generally recommend compost for a real thin uh, treatment to the lawn area. But if you've got those kind of holes, you probably want some. Something more solid, top dressing, like with some of the sand in there. Or, oh, okay. Or just soil or a right. three-in-one mixture or something. That would be, that might be. You just pour it till it stops giving? Yeah, well, I mean, you just got to fill in the holes. Okay. And it's not, I don't think it'll be over either. I think you'll be faced with this for forever. I've still got holes coming up from a tree I cut down 15 years ago. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. How long does it take to finish decaying? That's, those big trees are takes a long time. It depends on what kind you have. Now, oaks take forever, it seems like. Now, I've got a second theory. Oh. If it Does it decay faster if it's raining and it's wet? Yes. Absolutely. All right. So the fact that I'm now seeing it after raining since Labor Day could mean now it's decaying faster? Right. You're just saying that to make me feel better. Right. <laughs> <laughs> well, in the, long, in the long term, that's probably better. You just get it Get it over with. Okay. Yeah. Once it starts, too, it's sometimes it takes a while for it to start. It, like like that dry summer. Yeah. We had. I mean, it can sit th- there indefinitely. Definitely. Huh. All right. We'll see what happens. I'll I'll see what I can do to help it. Maybe some fertilizer on top and. Be careful. Yeah. yeah. No, too much. Don't. Well, oh, and nitrogen helps decompose. So. Oh. <coughs> I thought it would green up. I thought those little areas well, would, would... But, I mean, if it's the root, it'll help it decompose faster. Okay. I'll try it. Um, 210-308-8867. Uh, we still haven't gotten to the plant of the weekend, so we need, but we need to take a break. So can you hang on a sec? Sure. All right. Back in a moment, you're listening to Millburgers Gardening South Texas, broadcast live from Millburgers Landscape Nursery at 1604 on Boulevardy Road on 930 AM. The Answer. It's Milton Glick for Millburgers Landscape Nursery at 1604 on Boulevardy Road. And I want to talk to you about something we don't normally talk about this time of year. That's fall fruit trees. That's right. Normally when we're talking about fruit trees, we're talking about them in January, early February. But Millburgers tried something a couple years ago, and it's been a big success. So now Millburgers has a great selection of freshly arrived fall fruit trees. These are some of your favorites, including apples and peaches, pears, plums, nectarines, all of them chosen because they do well in this area. And they're on sale in the five-gallon container for just $26.88. Another item on sale, too, that's time to plant is pecans. Fresh shipments have just arrived of all your favorite pecans, and they're in the seven-gallon container for just $68.88. This week at Millburgers, you'll find savings on ground covers, fall garden mums, petunias, and much, much more at Millburgers Landscape Nursery, 1604 and Boulevardy Road on the web at millburgernursery.com. 
It's no secret that life is hard, and it really hits close to home on the one you love, the one who raised you, fed you, and kissed your ouchie when you took a fall. Now they're the ones who need help in their daily lives, and it's stressful. You feel guilty because you can't be there all the time. This is Baron Wiley, and if I can help take that stress away from you, if you know someone that needs help, I have the answer. It's in-home senior care, led by my dear friend Greg Perkins, who's been a big blessing to me. InhomeSeniorCare.com is where you'll see all that they do to keep your mom, your dad, your husband, and your wife Keep them independent and in the home of their memories. In-home senior care does all the things you'd expect, dressing, feeding, grooming, helping around the home. But what you'll appreciate most is the caregiver's special touch that makes them become family. They read to them, they go on doctor's visits, even take them to church. Call them right now to get a free assessment. In-home senior care can have someone in your home today. 210-256-2273. That's 210-256-CARE. In-home senior If you lease office, retail, or warehouse space for your business, the last thing you want to do is overpay the landlord. But it happens every day. Hi, I'm Scott McMurray and president of Bottom Line Realty Advisors. We work with business people who want an effective strategy for their next real estate decision. Whether leasing or buying, it affects your bottom line. Your landlord has representation, and you should too. Even if you're a good tenant with no plans to move at all, You're the most vulnerable to getting a really bad deal. We only represent our clients, never landlords, so we have no conflict of interest. We stay on your side. Call me, Scott McMurrian, at 210-535-7800, and we'll negotiate from a position of strength. BottomLineRealtyAdvisors.com Bottom Line Realty Advisors We get the landlord off your bottom line Welcome back to Millburgers Garden in South Texas on 930 AM. The answer, 210-308-8867, the number to call, 210-308-8867. And take a second uh, to talk about Spider-Man Pest Control. Uh, Roaches, rats, scorpions, spiders, ants, and mosquitoes. Uh, Spider-Man can help you get rid of all these, and uh, the treatment that you choose will probably depend on your uh, conversation with Spider-Man. If you want this uh, treated organically, he can uh, kind of advise you on that and uh, see what he's done that's been successful. If synthetic is more your style, then he can can certainly do that as well. Uh, With the wet weather, it's going to come more mosquitoes, so ask him about the uh, Into Care uh, mosquito trapping system, Um, and uh, this is the one they use at Disney World, and it's up here at Mill Burgers. And so you can find out more about that. Go online and learn at GoSpiderManPest.com. GoSpiderManPest.com or call them and ask them all about it. 210 656 3721. 210 656 3721. Trace is up on the porch with us. So where do we want to go first, Trace? You want to uh, we, talk about the event next weekend? We got all well. We got all kinds of new stuff in this week. All right, let's talk about the new so, stuff first. So new, uh, we got in Japanese maples. Uh huh. Hostas. Oh, cool. Blue Angel Althea. Thank goodness you finally picked hit to hit a good one. Well, I mean, <laughs> people want hostas. I know it. We got a, a new slugs and snails. A lot of yeah. so we got a, a great selection of fruit trees in, and um, yeah. many, many of them are on sale. We got uh, pomegranates in as well, avocados in, uh, blueberries. We've been out of blueberries for quite a quite a while, and so we got oh, those good. back in stock. So that's kind of neat. Um, 
amongst other things. And we got the, the, the lemongrass in, which we haven't had in a while. And uh, so there's a lot of new things coming in. Uh, the weather's cooled off. We've, we've been able to get a hold of a few things. And garden moms. Moms, you bet. Oh, yeah. And there's still still few of the one-gallon tomatoes left. Yeah, good selection on cold-weather crops. Oh, yeah. They're yeah. looking good. They're liking that rain. They do. And uh, be aware that uh, if it, even if it's rain, uh, the cabbage loopers will get on them. That mosquito's going to get you right there. Did I get him? No. He got you. Um, so <laughs> he got me. get your, well, you, <laughs> when you pick up your uh, winter vegetables, especially if you're picking up broccoli transplants and cabbage and cauliflower, get yourself some BT, too, because uh, the, they'll be there. The caterpillars will be they there. They will, which I guess that leads right into next week. Oh, yeah. Okay. So uh, we're going to have an adult seminar. You're pulling it up, right? Yeah. Okay, so uh, David Rodriguez will be out here, and we're going to be doing a, a vegetable seminar, cold weather crops, how to take care of your warm weather crops uh, to get the production out of them before it gets cold, uh, what to plant, when to plant it, how to plant it, what to fertilize with to increase uh, optimum yield. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of neat. So it's yeah. next Saturday from 10.30 to noon? That yep, 10.30 right. to noon. It's absolutely free. It's over here at Millburgers, and uh, you just come and, and enjoy, as uh, David like to say, say, as David likes to say, bring pad and pen, and ask lots of questions. Because uh, if it grows, he knows. He does. He does. And David will talk to you about uh, some of the favorite uh, winter vegetables you want. Timing is key, like spinach and onions, so you... Those you'll want to wait, but there's a list of 100 that you can plant now, and you want to get them in right. as, as quick as you can. And we do have one coming up that's not on our website yet. So we, we work, finally worked out some details. We're going to have an herb seminar. Oh, good. Cool. Uh, Jerry going to teach that? No. <laughs> uh, it, it'll be in October. Uh, I'm not going to give away the date yet because we haven't 100% confirmed it, but it's going to be culinary uses. Of, of herbs, and there's going to be some samples. All, All right, Milton. Yay! So, uh, that'll be an interesting <laughs> one. Excited. Learn how to learn how to cook and use it in cold salads, and what to use, and how much what to use. Uh, they're going to uh, sample different types of uh, vinaigrettes for for uh, sa- cold use or salad use. So it ought to be uh, interesting. It'll be our first time for doing something like that, and that'd be great. I think it would benefit a lot of people. Because everybody always asks, what do I use this for? Yeah. And so now, now we're going to have someone here that, that's well, an expert. Well, it's fun, fun, too, to have a herb garden. Even, if, even just on a patio, you can have uh, the right selection of herbs in the summer and in the winter uh, to use for cooking. But it takes that kind of knowledge that you'll gain from a program like that to do it right. Uh, a week after Saturday, on the 29th, it may seem like a little early to tell you about this, but because of the popularity, I am going to tell you about it. And that's the kids' gardening class is going to be uh, back by popular demand, always in popular demand, terrariums for kids. Um, so um, this is obviously it's a, you know what it sounds like, build a terrarium. Your kids will learn how to create a tiny self-sustaining indoor garden. 
and uh, they'll be supervised. It's interesting. It's fun. And uh, the Millburgers is going to provide the materials, so the classes are free, but you need to call and make a reservation. How are we looking on it so far? Is it? I, I'll, I'll call in there, but I could have sworn it might be full. But I'll find, oh, okay. I'll find out. That's good, then. Okay. Why don't you pres- well, there's promote always, it a little bit more? Well, there's, they do waiting lists, too. So. Well, there's always people that don't show up. Yeah, so <laughs> 497-3760 to call yeah, and, gam- and check That's and a gamble, boy. 210-497-3760 for the terrarium class. Who's teaching it, Mary? Mary. Mary. Yeah, she does a great job on that And one. the herb one is Mary, too, but a different Mary. Oh, oh. okay. All right, so 210 Yes, sir. 210-308-8867. That's a good one. All right, so are you ready? Let's see, what else? We've covered that. Tell me about the petunias. Uh, which ones? Did you, did you, uh, the, this hybrid petunia, they're not a little bush or anything. No, these are yeah, just regular, regular Re- old petunias. Yeah, we, we don't talk about petunias like we used to when I first came. Uh, but mainly petunias planted at this time of the year is a pretty good deal because the deer leave them. Uh, I think. I'm pretty sure they will. Uh, at least in my neighborhood they do. Yeah. The, uh, but the, the deal is in the fall, you plant petunias in a sunny location. You plant petunias, and they give you some fall color. Until the first hard freeze, or first hard frost, and that throws them out of bloom, and they sit there, they sit there all 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 fall, and winter, uh, it doesn't it usually doesn't kill them, unless it's extremely hard freeze, but uh, they're developing a root system, kind of like a wildflower, and then in the spring, and we used to do this pretty customarily uh, at the botanical garden and, and whatever in the spring when those things come out they are gangbusters I mean like no other p- petunia you've ever seen so plant some plant some now enjoy the fall fall bloom and then uh, tolerate the uh, the you know overwintering of the of the plants. Some winters you make it through. Yep. Yeah. You you'll you'll uh, you'll get, you'll get the benefits of uh, fall planting uh, in the spring. Yeah, and that's not far different than snapdragons or stocks. And that's true. That's true. Because uh, maybe a little, it'll take a little more severe cold, but uh, that's a typical pattern for snapdragons is you get them in. Uh, soon, the, I don't think we have any yet, but they will be here soon. Sinisa blooming. Oh, and, where? In the guys' cart. Get oh, in, get we're in, gonna get uh, some rain. Yeah. Get them in, uh, and then they have a nice bloom period in the fall, and then when the real cold part of winter, uh, they just hang out a little bit, and then then the second then the spring. bloom period in the spring, which is spectacular. Too. No, no spring planted petunia will out bloom a fall planted petunia. Is that a is that an edict? Yeah, uh, because they've got an established root system. Oh, uh, so uh, they, they they get they get a jump start on the on ones you plant in the in the spring. Okay, right. I, I just wanted to mention that about petunia. We don't talk about petunias. We did we did uh, Laura Bush, but uh, 
we don't talk about the, the these are the hybrid petunias, the the uh, new hybrids. All right, again, 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867. Are you, uh, in just a moment, we will have the plant of the weekend. In fact, uh, fact Trace, I take it that uh, uh, looks like basil over there with, uh, is that the one with the? That's the basalmic basil. Okay, yeah, that's the 2018 Texas Superstar. It's neat that you can actually see it from here and recognize it, yeah. that that's the one it is. We like talk about purple lot. seed heads on them. Mm. Yeah. Is that it in the corner? Right yeah. in front of that. Oh, that's yeah. I like that. With it, the red bloom? Purple. But I see a red one on there. That, that's a bloom off of the Bogovia above it. Oh, okay. Oh, that fell. I got yeah. you. All right. 210-308-8867. And now, ladies and gentlemen, it is time for Plants of the Weekend. <laughs> Trace. Okay, so we had great results with this last week just by mentioning it. So uh, I, I got a hold of some more. This is a, uh, a Cecilpina pulcherum. Is that right? And that's so for normal people, that's Mexican bird of paradise. There you okay. Go. Our poinciana. Our poinciana, dwarf poinciana. It's got all kinds of nicknames. Um, but this is an odd color. And so I took a picture of it because I knew Jerry wouldn't walk in the rain. And. Uh, <laughs> We can see it from here. Yeah, we can see it from well, here. I don't know if Jerry can. Oh. So, <laughs> so this, this is a, they're calling it a pink version. Can't walk, can't see. And it's got a, on the, when the bloom first opens up, it has a light-colored rim to the, the edge of the petals. Yeah. That tends to go away as the bloom matures, and it just becomes more of that orangey-pink color. Mm-hmm. And uh, so... There's still a few left of the two-gallon size, which we got last week at $12.99, but we got a bunch of gallons in. Oh, good. And they are only $9.99. Okay. So it's, it's, a, it's a great plant. When I was talking to the grower, he said that it wintered the same as the rest of them, uh, which had worried me in the first, but uh, not so much anymore. But it's a, a definitely a unique color. And, oh, yeah. Uh, by all means, if you're interested, uh, call up and reserve some. I'm trying to figure out what, yeah, 210-497-3760. How many do you have? And they're, oh. and they're maintaining this specimen with the, the bloom there so you right. can see it. So yeah, not for sale. If you sale. come in, yeah. Uh, and so uh, we got in 51 gallon. I know they're, that we've okay. diminished from that, but there's still a, a fair amount of one gallon out there. All right, and the uh, two gallon, is there's still some? There was about 10 left yesterday. Okay, and there are 12, and then the one is... $9.99. Okay, so twelve ninety nine for the two, uh, nine ninety nine for the one. And, uh, yeah, so that might be something that you're interested in. Uh, would they be able to see it online? I don't know. I can have, uh, you know what, if they can Facebook, I can have her put it on Facebook. Yeah, do that. We, we talked about this this morning. That we're actually going to try to put the plant of the weekend on I think it's a Facebook. great idea. So, yeah. Uh, We'll, get, we'll do that shortly. Okay, cool. And uh, just tell me, and I'll alert our listeners as okay. to when when they can see it. But, yeah, it's really cool. It's, it's uh, very pretty. Uh, and uh, you can call 210-497-3760 and uh, go ahead, and they'll put one aside for you. So, so if you're worried, they may disappear. 
Thanks, Trace. Thank you. All right, man. 210-308-8867. 210-308-8867. Toll free. It's 866-308-8867, the number to call. Um, oh, I didn't mention the, um, do you remember the Belinda's dream that was cut back? Um, yes. It's sprouting out new. Uh, it's got lots of new growth on it now. Well, these, so it seems all this rain has, has, has really been a, to affect a lot of different plants, including the weeds, of course. Yeah. But uh, the roses, too, should. I'm, I'm not sure. My roses are uh, putting out foliage, but it's kind of they're, they're probably getting ahead of themselves because they're look, it's looking a little uh, chlorotic. Yeah, it's, it's, it's all this rain is yeah. forced new growth. So I gave them faster that it can uptake yeah. it from the soil. And uh, you can you can use nineteen five nine, but don't expect it to catch up in two days or so. But uh, but they'll they, it should catch up eventually with the nitrogen levels and the iron levels. Depends on the soil you have too. What about iron? What about iron plus? Iron plus be an easier one to use. Faster, Fa- faster, yeah, than nineteen five nine. So anyway, Calvin, Calvin uh, got my attention with that picture, and then uh, oh wow, I thought I'd missed something. <laughs> Blue bonnets in uh, in the in the paper today in Calvin's article, where he's talking about planting seeds for wildflowers now. And uh, he, he goes into a lot of discussion about planting them in the yard, planting them to overseed the yard. And uh, interesting enough, I just I have to, I, I just got through helping a a writer over at uh, Douglas King Seed Company write an article on overseeding your lawn huh. with the wildflowers, and uh, especially blue bonnets, and. Uh, they're they're going to have some uh, uh, maroon blue bonnet, Texas maroon blue bonnet for sale at Douglas King. Seed or seed? Oh, cool! And uh, this year, because they grew, they grew. We got worked with them last year and uh, got them to grow some, and so they're doing some uh, little publications to go with them. But uh, they'll have uh, the uh, Texas maroon. And they'll also have a, a purple heart, the purple one that we develop, as, as long as well as some some blue. Yeah, they've got. Um, you can, we sometimes forget about them, but they do have a pretty good selection of uh, of uh, native plants and prairie plants. Oh and, yeah, and lots of. I called in to see, as part of the horse herb, seed, oh, seed just to confirm that. And Native American seed, and oh, the uh, Lady Bird Johnson wildlife wildflower too. But they they confirmed your findings that just nobody nobody has been able to efficiently collect the seed. Right, right. So, but they they all talked about uh, various uh, transplanting techniques that they've used, which turned out to be. Anything will work. Just get a few pieces of that root <laughs> started. But the, the key, you know, the key is that the soil the soil can't be perfect for the lawn. I mean, if you want the 
the the uh, horse herb does best in the kind of like soil that's got mixed shade and mixed sun and s- slopes and uh, rocky thin soils. It's, yeah, it's, it fills the gap and uh, spreads. If you got a 18 inches of soil and a nice sod to fertilize and you're able to irrigate, you may not you may not see the horse herb in the lawn because the grass will win that battle. Yeah. But anyway, Calvin's got a good write-up on uh, on uh, overseeding lawns or, or seeding wildflowers at this time of the year. Now, Calvin, you mentioned blue curl. I don't know. I don't know what, if I know what that is. Yeah, we had this discussion before. Uh, <laughs> I didn't know what it was. He can't, can't see. And yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, Trace did not paint a pretty picture of you. <laughs> uh, we, I didn't know you couldn't walk from the car. You wouldn't walk in the rain, and you can't see it from here. <laughs> yeah, and what, let's see. What other thing? I, I think you and I have called it snail weed a little bit, but nobody else ever called it that. It's uh, is the... Uh, Latin, the Latin is there, is a phasalia, phasalia. It's a, it's a uh, blue flower, really attractive uh, flower. The birds and the butterflies and bees love it. Um, and it blooms early and blooms over a long season. And the reason I got into it is because the butterflies go nuts for the, mm-hmm. for the thing. Mm. And it's a, it is not a... Um, well, it's kind of, it's, got, it's kind of a, it's not a uh, formal, but it gets t- gets tall, three uh, three feet tall. So where it does best is kind of on the edge or under the trees, and where it can cover the whole area early in the spring. Yeah, it takes over, and it will grow in the shade. But it also, if you allow it, will grow in the sun, which I learned th- this year. If mm-hmm. I, you know, usually you just mow it down or something, but. Uh, it's a it's a it's a uh, wildflower that uh, more and more people are looking at because of the butterfly situation. The monarchs like it. All, all the butterflies like it. So yeah, I think and, I, I and think well the stem stem real uh, uh, succulent. I mean, is it like purslane? The stem? No, uh-uh. no. It's kind of it is stiff, but it's it's this tall. That's not what I'm thinking about. Yeah. We had it for a while in the certified butterfly garden, but not, not long because we, we yeah. brought some big transplants. Um, but uh, anyway, are the wildflowers, are, are, are they selling it as a wildflower? Uh, yeah. I, uh, uh, wild seed farms used to have it. I think they still have it. Oh, okay. okay. Yeah. And I didn't ask. I didn't ask Douglas King Seed Company whether they had them or not. But... Uh, uh, so I know some of our some of our uh, audience uh, uses it because we've uh, had the discussions with them. And then Mary on the staff, on the staff here at Millburgers is from, familiar with the and an advocate for it too. That's it's called blue curl. It's a phasalia is the genus. Yeah, you mentioned uh, Savia coccinea too. Yeah, and that's a that's a pretty one. It's red. The cock from the coccinia uh, name. It's got a red bloom, 18-inch plant in the spring, in the sp- plant in the spring and the fall. 
But uh, I, th- I think it recedes. Oh, yeah. As, as yeah, it's, it's, a, it's a great one. But it doesn't just come in red. We get it in white and pink as well. Oh, well, At well, least I'm pretty sure it's the same thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah Coxsane. Yeah, the, uh, the Phasalia recedes, too. But it's such a big, big plant that most people don't, uh, you know, when we talk about the wildflower ugly, Ugly time. Facility yeah. is particularly ugly. If you <laughs> let it go. All right, two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven. I'm trying to find um, my computer is like frozen now. Two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven. Toll free. It's eight six six three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven. The number to call to be a part of the show. And uh, we're trying to find out. Trace has posted. And we're checking on the. Uh, uh, the I'm, face- I'm not. I'm not very Facebook friendly, so oh. I had one of the young ladies use my phone. And- okay, let's see if it's up there. Uh, How do we know it's not the Russians? <laughs> Thank you, Calvin. Um, let's see. All right. Well, let's take a quick break while my computer is fixing itself here. Two one zero, and we'll tell you right after this. Two one zero three zero eight. 8867 2103088867 More in a moment on 9:30 a.m. The answer It's Milton Glick from Millburgers Landscape Nursery at 1604 on Boulevardy Road. And I want to talk to you about something we don't normally talk about this time of year. That's fall fruit trees. That's right. Normally when we're talking about fruit trees, we're talking about them in January, early February. But Millburgers tried something a couple years ago, and it's been a big success. So now Millburgers has a great selection of freshly arrived fall Fruit trees. These are some of your favorites, including apples and peaches, pears, plums, nectarines, all of them chosen because they do well in this area. And they're on sale in the five-gallon container for just $26.88. Another item on sale, too, that's time to plant is pecans. Fresh shipments have just arrived of all your favorite pecans, and they're in the seven-gallon container for just $68.88. This week at Millburgers, you'll find savings on ground covers, fall garden mums, petunias, and much, much more at Millburgers Landscape Nursery, 1604 and Boulevardy Road on the web at millburgernursery.com. This story is called The Ugly Truth About Timeshare. If you think you've done your family a favor by buying a timeshare, you need my help. Hello, I'm Chuck McDowell, CEO and founder of Wesley Financial Group. Ten years ago, I started helping folks cancel their timeshare contracts, and in the process started what's now called the timeshare cancellation industry. Timeshare is the only thing that you can buy that you can't tell me how much it's going to cost or when it's going to end. When you buy a timeshare, you give them a blank check to fill out any amount they want for annual maintenance and assessment fees. Sound crazy? The crazy thing is this never ends. Even when you die, your family's now going to be stuck with this burden. Stop the insanity today. Call my office now. I guarantee if we can't cancel your timeshare contract, you'll pay nothing. Call for your free information kit, 800-786-9300. That's 800-786-9300. 800-786-9300. Take a moment and rate your lifestyle on a scale of 1 to 10. 1 is a life that's nothing like the life you were promised after getting good grades, a college degree, and a good job in corporate America. 10 is the life of your dreams. If you answered anything less than a 10, tune into the Dell Wamsley Radio Show. Dell's self-made millionaire and founder of Lifestyles Unlimited will show you how to live the life of your dreams and pay for it with passive income. Tune in to the Dell Wamsley Radio Show, weeknights at 9 on 930 AM. The answer... 
The Cal Thomas Commentary is brought to you by Values Through Media. Now here's syndicated columnist Cal Thomas. In any other presidency, the following successes would guarantee electoral victory and public approval. Record low unemployment, a gross domestic product exceeding 4%, middle class wages on the rise for the first time in decades, consumer confidence up, poverty in decline. All of these and more would be a huge boost to any president and his party, not for Donald Trump and Republicans. Polls, which have been wrong before, show Democrats with a double-digit lead in the November election with a strong possibility they'll retake the House and a slim possibility the Senate. How can this be? Three things, I think. One is the pounding of the liberal media that are already blaming Trump for the hurricane. Second, the ignorance, especially of millennial voters. And third, the failure of Republicans to do a better job of promoting their successes. Granted, there is the media blockade, but still. I might add a fourth reason, the president's personality. If the president were to show at least some humility, it would help him and his party. Better not let Democrats win in November or all of this progress will be over. I'm Cal Thomas. For a free copy of today's commentary, visit calthomas.com or write us at Values Through Media, P.O. Box 373340, Key Largo, Florida, 33037. That's P.O. Box 373340, Key Largo, Florida, 33037. Please specify the date and subject. Your tax-deductible gifts to Values Through Media help support us. Listen again next time for the Cal Thomas Commentary. And welcome back to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas, on 9.30 a.m. The answer, oh, there you go, 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867, toll free, it's 866-308-8867. Looking for rain reports. Calvin says uh, that we've had 12 inches so far in the city. Is that right? And three more, and we're above a record for September. And it's barely the halfway through the month. Just yeah, some. Uh, I was at a meeting Thursday, and somebody who lives west of this western part of the city, he said they are they had twenty inches so far. Oh my gosh, really? Yeah, I don't. You know, they said that they have rain gauges. Is that good for the aquifer? Don't, aren't you always talking about that being yeah, the? Yeah. Oh. I thought you were always saying that, that that made a difference when it was west of town. It's, uh, north. Northwest. Oh, yeah. Okay. I was thinking how f- depends on how far south it is in the west. Yeah. But um, where is the the recharge zone? Is move well, that yeah the Trinity moves up that way, but the uh, aquifer if you're if you're getting water out of the aquifer. You uh, you get it from in the west still too, but that it's a interesting uh, situation in terms of the rainfall. Just huge quantities, and uh, generally up until now, it's been over the aquifer. Yeah, yeah. Because we're already we're already we have the uh, the average rainfall for the year. We've all already moved ahead, and from being ten inches behind, we're now. Three or four inches ahead for the this time of the year, and the uh, aquifer level is already higher than the average for this time of the year. Which oh, is that's strange. good. Yeah. So, we'll have to see when the. But I don't know. Uh, today is supposed to be the last big day of rain, isn't it? But the, but in the forecast, I think in the paper, there's still uh, it's in the back page. There's still several days of. Uh, 
of rainfall. Where yeah, yeah, 20%. Yeah. So maybe we won't set a record, Milton. No. But it might depend. Well, I guess. I the, think we'd still be pretty happy. Oh, you gosh, yes. Yeah, getting back to this uh, article on uh, planting wildflowers, uh, Kevin also mentioned about uh, not, not using uh, pre-emergent herbicide. And with uh, if you haven't put on your pre-emergent herbicide for the, the lawn, wheat lawn, I, w- I would go ahead and get it down as soon as you can get out there and get it down because it's just rain and cool weather gonna bring the seat seats up now this this is a one of the mechanical limitations now if you're if your grass is uh six inches tall or eight inches tall yeah might be a little hard to get the that's right seed soil contact yes yeah, so how about the uh the uh, pre-emergent soil contact too of course it depends on what you're yeah with what that plant material is between your soil because the pre-emergent herbicide generally makes a, a layer in the soil that prevents germination of new weed seeds so if it doesn't get kind of like a blanket yeah and if it doesn't get down or it does a, it does a pretty good job of getting down in most cases but uh, if it gets disturbed uh, that that blanket is uh, is kind of uh, Broken, so you probably. What do you want? What do you think, Jerry? They should mow before they do it, or should they just take a chance? And, no, and they should mow before they do. Yeah. So and then, uh, I know this is blasphemous, but then after you put the, <laughs> the other the other cheek that's feeding on you over there, <laughs> I don't feel them. I'm tough, I guess. Yeah. Well, they may not be biting you then. Yeah. Oh, they just—they just, just roosting. They're just nuzzling up against you. <laughs> but anyway, uh, I, w- I was fixing to say, if you put on your pre-market herbicide re- and after you mow, it might be a good idea to put about a fifteen to twenty-minute uh, irrigation to like to like you say get that uh, product down to the soil surface. So it can form that blanket. Uh, I know that blasphemous talking about after irrigation after the rain, but uh, you're basically uh, carrying the herbicide down, and uh, that that'll work. And what herbicide do we use? Uh, dimension. Uh, dimension and uh, yeah. dual. No, dual. Halt. No, halt. Well, I think the, I think halt is for broadleaf. Uh, um, a maze, but uh, I think dimension is for both broadleaf and uh, for grasses, grassy, grassy weeds too. So you want to make sure you look at that label uh, because some some specialize in broadleafs and some specialize in uh, grassy weeds, and then there's just a few that can do both. And um, those that come to mind are d- dimension and a maze. XL is the same thing as. Uh, Amaze is just uh, larger quantities, I think. So, yeah, I think Amaze has uh, some post-emergent activity as well. We we've seen that yeah. u- using that out in the field. Um, but uh, uh, we we talked about uh, roughing the grass, uh, ground up a little bit. 
uh, uh, like I said, a- after the the, ra- the rain changes everything. Now that much rain changes everything. So what we used to recommend that you aerate the lawn, a- aerate the planting area, which roughs the, roughs the ground up a little bit, and uh, aeration is always good for the good for the lawn anyway. Uh, You're talking about trying to get it started in like a Bermuda grass. Yeah, and, uh, and that's what I was thinking to say. Uh, the best place to, to overseed for wildflowers is in a Bermuda grass lawn. If you don't have a... If you don't have a bare area. Yeah, vacant lot with rocky soil. Right, right. <laughs> Look at he, he He's mm-hmm. making him crazy seeing them on me, and he thinks they're on him. So. I felt that, that this one felt like I was getting bit in the eyebrow. <laughs> but anyway, uh, I'm wondering, my horse herb is so thick... You know, you you would think that horse herb, of course, my horse herb. Well, no, it's not grown. If you had planned, if you planted your wildflower seeds ten days ago, you wouldn't have to. I wouldn't have had this problem. Yeah, but uh, like I said, the rain changes everything, and uh, but so so you. Yeah, the bugs are liking me over there. The uh, uh, you want to rough that soil up a little bit, maybe with a rake, because of the rain. After you mow, just rough it up with a with a rake or something, and then go ahead and plant your wildflower seed or your blue bond seed. And if you're if you're talking about the vacant lot situation, it can be kind of muddy. I don't think I'd rake it up. I think I'd just get the seed down on that, because there you got you can get the soil. Yeah. Seed to soil contact and and it's uh, muddy, yeah, so that it uh, is basically disrupted a little bit anyway. Yeah. But wild wildflower seeds are, if the conditions are right, they'll find a way to get going. Yeah. Jerry's talking about that. Uh, that's kind of a unique situation with the uh, getting a have a combination Bermuda grass lawn and uh, wildflower seeds as well. All right, 210-308-8867, the number to call, 210-308-8867. We're going to take a break and come back in a moment. You're listening to Milberger's Gardening South Texas on 930 AM. This is The Answer. With Milberger's Gardening, South Texas. Once again, Dr. Jerry Parsons, Dr. Calvin Finch, Milton Glick, and your calls on 9:30 a.m. The Answer. And welcome back to Milberger's Gardening, South Texas, on 9:30 a.m. The Answer. Our phone number 210-308-8867. 210-308-8867. Toll free, it's 866. 866- 
308-8867, the number to call to be a part of the show. They're helping a nice woman off the air. So I'm going to remind you that we have uh, next Saturday, It's uh, David Rodriguez will be here. He'll be doing one of his adult seminars on gardening, and this one's going to be on fall gardening and fall landscapes. So uh, uh, you don't have to do anything except to show up. It's next Saturday beginning at 1030 and going to noon. And it'll be in the amphitheater, and David does a great job on that. So just come on out here to Millburgers at 1604 on Boulevardy Road, and uh, you'll be able to uh, enjoy this. And then all the stuff that David talks about will be here. So if you get excited about something, you can uh, get it here at the nursery. And then on the 29th, the week after that, Mary will be done conducting a kids' class on, to, <laughs> on terrariums. And uh, you can come on out now on that one. I'm going to encourage you to find out. I don't know if it's full or not. Uh, so uh, you may want to call 497-3760 to find out. And the reason that you want to check out com as much as possible because these uh, these classes do fill up. And uh, when uh, you know about it ahead of time, you can call and reserve your spot so you don't have to worry about that. That's 210-497-3760 or you go to com. MillburgerNursery.com. All right, 210-308-8867 is our number. What were y'all? Y'all were having a heated discussion. What were y'all talking about? Well, it was a, <laughs> it was a uh, Calvin's yelling across. Well, the the issue is one that we has been has been a problem for years, several years, but we haven't uh, fungus on uh, ivy. You know, uh, fifteen years ago we talked about uh, ivy all the time. Isn't yeah. Uh, ground cover, and then we went through that hot, dry spell, and it uh, didn't fare so well. Um, the fungus did. Yeah, and the, fung- and the fungus was killing it, and it's been hard to pre- uh, predict or how to, to to treat it. So this this uh, particular uh, specimens or samples had both scale and fungus. Would you determine the scale was secondary? Yes. Yeah. I was thinking that uh, if you treated it with the captan, and then uh, there probably continued to be a leaf drop, that, uh, that uh, neem oil or, or right. good. Did you mention that on the scale? Because, I don't know, dormant oil might work, but uh, the neem Well, oil. mixed as a summer solution, yeah. summer oil solution. So. And as I told her just uh, after she cleaned out the bed, of all the dead tissue and dead leaves and things, uh, and maybe maybe rake out. Well, it's hard to rake rake mm-hmm. those leaves out of that ivy, especially if it's. I think she said it was uh, eight or ten years old. Well, stand eight or ten years old. Where it's really where it really gets tough is in these uh, old old really old established uh, ivy beds where they're. Where they've accumulated uh, organic where, material. Where the stems are big as your finger, yeah. yeah. And uh, they, uh, where they've accumulated a lot of uh, debris under there. And then when it gets wet, or you say, well, it, it, hers has been through this way for three years, she said. And, uh, but we, we, over, we don't, uh, factor in the fact that they're, they're watering. You know, they're using uh, uh, supplemental watering, uh, irrigation and things like that. 
which keeps uh, that uh, growing media of those the decaying leaves uh, moist and perfect for uh, fungus uh, growth. Spore, res- spore uh, reserve, I guess. Yeah, I, I, I think we would. Re- I think we identified that years ago, but uh, we recommended Captan, which is about the last, about the only. Uh, soil drench fungicide uh, that we still have on the market now so we don't have much of it on the it was market. also the best the best fungicide for peach yeah peach yeah too. for spraying the, the foliage but it's all it was also it's all it was also is also good for drenching uh pouring around the plants that uh have have these uh fungus diseases uh Let's see. We, uh, I won't finish this article up about uh, seeing wildflowers now. Remember, if you say, uh, people say, well, I want to overseed my lawn. Now, we don't recommend, we don't highly recommend uh, overseeding Bermuda, uh, uh, St. Augustine lawn. Good luck. But even even well, what you do, you don't kill the grass, but uh, you shade it. You shade it out, especially when in the spring, when you're waiting for the seed to dry down, and it will delay your your spring growth of your. Uh, it'll delay it a little bit of the the uh, Bermuda grass. But it delays it quite a bit with uh, St. Augustine. But it, uh, it doesn't kill it. It just uh, delays the uh, green up in the spring. Hey, and, uh, oh. and if you've got the patience, uh, the tolerance to let, let the wildflowers go to seed on your uh, yeah. lawn, you're a better person than me because I had that ugly period, I think. It's hard enough to tolerate it when it's on a vacant lot, but when it's on a lawn property. So, so I think people that have the most success with this are just figure they're going to have to reseed yeah, every year yeah, yeah. if they want to have that. Ed is on the line. has been real patient. Thanks, Ed, for waiting. How can we help you today on Millburgers Gardening, South Texas? Oh, no problem. Thanks for your time as well. I'm trying to um, remember the name of some Ceniso plants I bought from Millburgers last year. Uh, some variety that came from Mexico, like a light... Lavender color. Um, half of them survived, but you need to replace those. Um, Is that Lowry's Legacy? You said Sinisa? Right. That's Lowry's Legacy. Lowry, Lowry. Lowry Legacy, yeah. L O W E R Y? Or Lynn's Legacy. Lynn, Lynn's Legacy. Well, yeah. they. Lynn Lowry. They called it Lowry's Legacy. Oh, did they? Oh, okay. Officially is. Yeah. L-O-W-E-R-Y. We call we kind of, yeah. all of us kind of call it Lynn's Legacy oh, okay. rather than. Yeah. Okay, so uh, it would be Lynn's Legacy? Okay. Lynn's Legacy, yeah. Uh, it's blue. It's 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 blue. Well, there's a, you can argue what color it is for. Yeah. Now until it's a, like a more of a lighter color than the regular purple fake. There you go. That's it. Oh, for sure. Yeah. That's it. Okay. In fact, when okay. Jerry Jerry and I saw it, we didn't believe it. Saw a really nice planting at the botanical garden, and we didn't believe it was uh, Sinisa. We had to go look at it real <laughs> close, and Milton was with us too. Yeah. 
Yeah. Oh, yeah. The half took off great, and the other half just uh, didn't make it, so I just wanted to replace huh. it with the same thing. Why um, Why do you think it didn't make it? I mean, is it... Well, uh, I couldn't care for, well, I couldn't care for it. The ones that I had established in the ground uh, took off great. I couldn't get to planting the others, so I tried to keep them in the pot. And oh. uh, unfortunately, I had... Uh, that cancer, so I had surgery, and then I had a house fire that uh, got me from um, okay. living there. For okay, like we'll accept. We'll accept that. Yeah. And, yeah. <laughs> so that's it. I mean, the ones in the ground. Uh, well, but, but, uh, the, the reason I was little... commenting is that uh, Sinesia, Yeah, if you get it in the ground, generally it's going to survive. But the container can be can be vulnerable. Yeah, I just uh, was debating whether to pull up some of the uh, dwarf. Uh, I'll forget what I had. Um, Yopon hollies, or to replace the Yopons with the Sinisto. And no. when I no, no, don't do it. They're they're not. It's not a dis, as disciplined a grower. Is it in full sun or? Oh yeah, they need. Full, yeah, they need full sun. The Sinisto does. It depends on what you're trying to do with them. Uh, yeah. But uh, uh, more make a hedge, really. Yeah, yeah. You need to stick with the hollies. With the hollies, then. Yeah, that's the recommendation. I mean, that that's the usual way you would go. But why? Why is the the holly not performing the way you want it? Uh, they were. I would prefer them a little bit bigger. I thought the dwarf would get bigger than they did. Um, <laughs> So that's why I switched to when I saw these and Eso, the color of them was was great, and um, they grow taller than the than the hollies. So that's why well, I switched. Jerry's dwarf Sinisa is six foot tall. Of course, it only took twenty years to get there. <laughs> forty years. Forty. Years. <laughs> well, hopefully, I have that time. But um, well, then there's still my question. Then, if um, or my debate whether to keep the Holly or change over to the Sinisal. Keep the Holly. That's his vote. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. It's, that would be the that would that would be the usual strategy. It just generally we don't hear often that 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 they would be in kind of interchangeable use in the landscape. Quite often we use the Sinisa. Well, we use it for a, a hedge. I've seen it as a hedge. Where you. Um, but not them as much the Lowry, the Lynn, Lynn's legacy is a hedge, but you you can you can cut it, whereas the uh, Yopon, you generally just let it grow because it's such a Just leave it, grower. right, right. Yeah. Okay, okay, well, I All right. Thank you. Guys, your Sinisa blooming now? We had some that were leaving yes. the nursery that were blooming. Yes, Okay. Definitely. So is it, is it's it gonna predicting rain, rain or is <laughs> it gonna, we've had some rain? That's pretty smart, Sinisa. I think it's predicting rain, yeah. Maybe we'll get some a little later this afternoon. All right, thanks. Better. Good luck. Thank thanks, Ed. Thanks for waiting, man. Sorry about yeah. that. No All right, 210-308-8867. 210-308-8867. Yeah, the, <laughs> I had to laugh. Uh, Neil, Neil Perry got a, got a scolding. Mm. Uh, from from a little eighty year, well over eighty year old woman, lady, and said, uh, "This note is neither a question or nor a complaint. 
just an observation, Milton. Mm-hmm. Yeah, let's see so, where this so, goes. So, so when you complain and are <laughs> fussing at me, Milton, I look at it just as an observation. It's an observation that I'm, yes. When I say something that you don't like, <laughs> I know it's just an observation that you say, Shut up, fool. Don't say that. <laughs> Just, I'm strongly observing that comment. <laughs> I have three live oaks along with other trees. I noticed that you and many others uh, list live oaks in your preferred tree recommendation. I guess so. However, because of the leaf drop in the spring, I have to mow, rake, and mulch two times a year. Did you read this, guy? I did. <laughs> And mulch it two times a year rather than once a year in the fall with my other trees. Plus, their leaves are so small that they're difficult to pick up and mulch with a mower. Finally, I've read your comments about 15% of the live oaks sending up sprouts. But I'm batting 33%. This, this lady has analyzed her landscape. If I weren't in my 80s, yeah, I'd cut them down and start over. <laughs> uh, this is a, a word from a word of advice. If you're in the 80s, don't don't think about starting over with live oaks. Okay. <laughs> Neil, Neil, being the gentleman. Yes. What was his observation? <laughs> uh, my my answer would have been. As old as you are, you better not cut those trees down. <laughs> How did Neil phrase that same uh, sentiment? Neil said, I certainly understand your thoughts. <laughs> I don't think I've ever heard you say that. Uh, no, no, hell no. I will say, however, that many people are willing to blow and mulch, mulch the leaves in the spring in return for the grateful graceful good looks and evergreen foliage that they get from live oaks. See, see the one th- I'm, I'm with Neil, but, but the one thing Neil agrees with Ron is that you've, you you can't just leave those le- leaves lay there, which that's what I would do. Yeah. I just let those leaves lay there. I do too. And, uh, but no, Neil, Neil is into that. Raking those, raking those leaves. Yeah. And, uh, and obviously the the reader is too. Now, I disagree with Neil on this root sprouts, which is a half of my front yard is root sprouts. <laughs> <laughs> they're they're my uh, uh, well, they don't second, get the, secondary. They don't get the fungus like the, no. the ivy does. Uh-uh. As for the root sprouts, that's an obnoxious trait. It is unless your whole front yard is on a root sprout. Your sampling side will attach small three trees, which explained your 33% batting average. But I wish nurserymen could find a workaround that would allow propagation of types that don't do that. Yeah, I, I don't think anybody knows why, why certain trees do that and certain ones don't. And they can be side by side in my yard anyway. I appreciate your comments, and know others will take note of them. 
He, this guy is a true gentleman and scholar. Yes. This is why Neil is as successful as he is. He doesn't have as much fun as I do. No, he doesn't uh, cause quite as much trouble. <laughs> Fool! I've never heard Neil say. <laughs> I don't think he's ever said that either. I don't think he has. Maybe, oh, they, he, maybe, yeah, maybe they edited it out. Oh, but he, do, he does. He gets impatient on the crepe uh, myrtle. Oh, crepe murder. oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And, don't and, don't uh, do that. And uh, also his uh, recommendation of the uh, fertilizer only with nitrogen. I mean, there's a few few issues that he's a little bit uh, inflexible on. And he got uh, somebody wrote in about and sent him a picture of a of a rotted out uh, cracked wood. Uh, bark cracking uh, red bud tree. Uh, and they, they, they put a, this red bud tree is decaying clear down to the trunk from that stub from a dead trunk or branch. And then uh, Neil recommends cut it off at the base and let it reach sprout. Now, I don't know why people would put up with something like that rather than just replacing the tree. You know, I mean, yeah, it's going to cost cost you a few dollars, but... Uh, but I... It, some it's some trees, it's easier to just cut them, like he says, than in, in, because a red bud will be back gangbusters from that root system. And, yeah. And it's got multi-stem. You can pick and choose the stem. So I don't, I, I think that's, a, that's a, the right recommendation there. Now, there's some other species that that it is uh, easier just to replace cut it, it and say replace yeah. it yeah but I, I don't think it red buds that way and if you look at the picture real close you'll see that they've got grass growing right up to the trunk of this particular tree which means that uh, I, I imagine there's, there's going to be some weedy weed eaters string mowers uh, string mower uh, damage too Hey, let's go to Lois on the line at 210-308-8867. Hey there, Lois. Welcome to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. How are you doing today? Fine. Inside, but I'm doing fine. It's okay. We're, we're, we're on the porch, and it's nice. I, I know. I was out there yesterday, and it's always gorgeous. Just beautiful. Oh, thank you. Uh, my question is, my brother uh, sprouted a fig limb for me. And it's in a pot, and now it's just doing great. It has grown two big branches, and they're about three foot tall. When should I put that thing in the ground in the yard? What is it? When should I plant it outside? Uh, You can plant it outside any time. It's getting ready to go dormant, you know. Yeah. Um, If it's... And, and they're they're talking about an extremely cold winter. Now, oh shoot! You you don't know how uh, how how, how their uh, predictors are gonna how accurate they're gonna be. Yeah. But since you've already got it in a container uh, and it's getting ready to go dormant anyway, why don't you just uh, leave it in the container and plant it next uh, February or March? Not that way, you. Yeah. Not a very big container. Is it going to be root bound or anything like that? No, well, ma'am. It won't matter. Okay. Yeah, there's not, there's not any more growth 
what Jerry's talking about, it's going to go dormant anyway, so... It's that, just gorgeous. That, uh, it just is yeah. so pretty. Um, I just have it on my back porch, uh, just cover it a little bit in the cold weather and leave it there, huh? Yep, and then uh, plant it early in the spring. I either move it into the garage or somewhere it's protected. Especially now, now, we're talking about if it's going to be below uh, uh, 20, 20 degrees. But I do keep watering it, even though it's dormant. Nah, just very little, maybe once a week. Okay. Uh, I'll put it in the garage and try to check on it once a week if I remember. <laughs> now, don't put it in the garage until... <laughs> until well, it well it's going to lose its... It's gonna, I guess you could put it in the garage because it's yeah. going to lose its leaves. When Yeah, when it does, though. So. And once it, once it loses its leaves, you don't want to overwater it. Yeah, okay. so that, just water... Do your once a week checking, and if the soil's not moist, yeah. you can, if it's dry, then you can give it a little water. But it should, okay. it should, you'd probably make it through the whole winter without any water if it's dormant. That, that's true. That's true. Well, what, what's, what's the history of this fig? Do you, you, uh, is it an heirloom? Uh, no, fig? Uh, actually, it, it came from a neighbor from his neighbor down the street, and um, we have figs. We had. Like, I mean, I hate to say 50-year-old fig trees in Yancey, Texas, south of Honda. Oh, oh, gosh, they were big, beautiful, and we made preserves and banana bread, and and then one of them died. I guess they do get too old. One of them is still living, but um, it's getting where I can't get out there to get figs picked and things like that. And I thought, shoot, I'll just start another one here in town. These are large, but they're not the... They don't have that brown tinge. I've heard of brown turkey, but I never knew what I had at Yancey. Yes. And, uh, these are large green ones, and they're sweet, so they should make good preserves. Okay. Oh, oh so you didn't get a cutting from the one from Yancey, huh? Nope. Crazy mama, but I didn't. And I, I still could, but I didn't. Okay, well, well, I'll tell you what you need to do. Uh, go ahead and... Uh, Wait till they go dormant, and then in about uh, uh, late November or, or <laughs> there you I'm, go. I'm, you dri- I'm driving Kevin crazy with my mosquitoes. <laughs> but uh, wait till uh, late November, early December, and go out and take some uh, gr- new wood cuttings about uh, 12 to 14 inches long. And uh, from, from that, that grew this last year, you know, okay. uh-huh. you you'll be able to see the difference in the wood, and uh, and they they have have a uh, they 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 have a, a tip tip on the on the on the cuttings. Yes. And just to just take the the twelve to fourteen uh, inch cuttings off of the uh, very. Tips of the ends of the of the new wood, and then uh, bring them home and get you get you another container like that, fill it full of potting mix and uh, moist potting mix, but not wet, and uh, put them uh, stick and stick up stick those sticks in that uh, in that potting mix about uh, 
uh, two-thirds of the way down, two-thirds of the length of the stick. Yeah. And uh, and you can just leave it outside, again, unless it's going to be below 20, okay? And then I'll have two fig trees. <laughs> yeah, then you'll, you'll have, no, you stick more than one cutting. You stick maybe 15, 20 cuttings well, in then, every, every container. Then, the then you, you decide which one you want to plant, and then you give the rest of them. There you go. To a friend. Okay, that's how well, I all, can. All, all, of, all of them are root, but uh, yeah. you'll, you'll have enough. Yeah, my brother had five or six nice ones, and he gave me this one. So, oh, okay. See? Oh, good, okay. Like a pass-along plant. Well, or, right. or a few. Right. Yeah, if, if, you, if you're not up to going and getting those cuttings, like Jerry said, maybe maybe your brother would do it. I'll, I'll talk somebody into it. Okay. Yeah, I'm sure you can. Good luck to you. Bye-bye. Thank you so much. Thanks, Lois. All you right, take care. Bye-bye. All right, bye-bye. that'll free up a line at 210-308-8867. we got to take a break. We'll be back in a moment. You're listening to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. Give us a call. Be a part of the show, 210-308-8867. More in a moment on 930 AM, The Answer. It's Milton Glick for Millburgers Landscape Nursery at 1604 on Boulevardy Road. And I want to talk to you about something we don't normally talk about this time of year. That's fall fruit trees. That's right. Normally when we're talking about fruit trees, we're talking about them in January, early February. But Millburgers tried something a couple years ago, and it's been a big success. So now Millburgers has a great selection of freshly arrived fall fruit trees. These are some of your favorites, including apples and peaches, pears, plums, nectarines, all of them chosen because they do well in this area. And they're on sale in the five-gallon container for just $26.88. Another item on sale, too, that's time to plant is pecans. Fresh shipments have just arrived of all your favorite pecans, and they're in the seven-gallon container for just $68.88. This week at Millburgers, you'll find savings on ground covers, fall garden mums, petunias, and much, much more at Millburgers Landscape Nursery, 1604 and Boulevardy Road on the web at millburgernursery.com. It's no secret that life is hard, and it really hits close to home on the one you love, the one who raised you, fed you, and kissed your ouchie when you took a fall. Now they're the ones who need help in their daily lives, and it's stressful. You feel guilty because you can't be there all the time. This is Baron Wiley, and if I can help take that stress away from you, if you know someone that needs help, I have the answer. It's in-home senior care, led by my dear friend Greg Perkins, who's been a big blessing to me. InHomeSeniorCare.com is where you'll see all that they do to keep your mom, your dad, your husband, and your wife, keep them independent and in the home of their memories. In-Home Senior Care does all the things you'd expect, dressing, feeding, grooming, helping around the home. But what you'll appreciate most is the caregiver's special touch that makes them become family. They read to them, they go on doctor's visits, even take them to church. Call them right now to get a free assessment. In-Home Senior Care can have someone in your home today. 210-256-2273. That's 210-256-CARE. In-Home Senior Care Take a moment and rate your lifestyle on a scale of 1 to 10. 1 is a life that's nothing like the life you were promised after getting good grades, a college degree, and a good job in corporate America. 10 is the life of your dreams. 
If you answered anything less than a 10, tune into the Dell Wamsley Radio Show. Dell, self-made millionaire and founder of Lifestyles Unlimited, will show you how to live the life of your dreams and pay for it with passive income. Tune in to the Dell Wamsley Radio Show, weeknights at 9 on 9.30 a.m. The Answer. Weekdays on 9.30 a.m. The Answer are all about what's going on in the world. But the weekends are all about you. From saluting our military to what you plant in your garden, weekends are for you on 9.30 a.m. The Answer. Our world is in a state of unrest. What will happen next? How will it affect me? Can I make a difference? Who can we turn to for answers? Well, that's simple. Turn to us. 9.30 a.m. The Answer. And welcome back to Millburgers Garden in South Texas on 9.30 a.m. The answer, if you're sitting at home listening to the show and you're not real comfortable with where you're sitting or you look around and you say, you know what, we need to replace that, but I don't want to spend a lot of money. I want to get something good, but I want the best deal around town. Well, Furniture Now is the place to go. At Furniture Now, you'll find bedroom furniture, living room furniture, dining room furniture, accents, office furniture, kids' furniture, mattresses, and entertainment centers. And right now is their Internet flash sale. So let's say you don't even want to get out of the house. It's okay. You go to FurnitureNow.com and take advantage of their Internet flash sale, and you'll find the lowest prices uh, they've had. And uh, they've got some uh, great prices. Not only that, too, but maybe you're saying to yourself, hey, okay, you're saying to yourself, hey, I don't want to uh, uh, buy this online because if I don't like it, then they're going to hassle me when i got to return it. Nope. Uh, check out, call them up and check out their no-hassle policy. So even if, for some reason, maybe it just wasn't the right color. And online will look different. It doesn't just, uh, two weeks, no hassle, no uh, um, restocking fee from Furniture Now. Just uh, give them a call and find out all the details. Uh, but go to FurnitureNow.com and check them out. And you'll like the prices uh, during the Internet flash sale. If nothing else, it's just fun to go, wow, okay. Let's see. For that much, yeah, we could get a new recliner that I'd enjoy. FurnitureNow.com. You can go to the two locations uh, at Evers and 410, the new one at Lookout Road in 1604, just down the street from us, or, again, at FurnitureNow.com. All right, 210-308-8867. Hank is on the line. Hey there, Hank. Welcome to the show. How are you doing today? Good. How are you all doing? Um, I have a question. If you took out a plum tree that had bacterial canker, is it okay to put another plum tree in the same spot? Or is that ground contaminated? Well, I, I think I think we generally think it's in it's there but the bacterial spores or whatever you call these the sources mm-hmm. are there all the time anyway and and uh Generally, if if they uh, think of like an orchard, if they lose a, something bacterial canker, they just go ahead and re- replant. Yeah, and it's so there's just, no uh, problem with anything residual there that'll harm a new tree. Well, the, the chances are, you know, if your tree lasted ten years the first time, chances mm-hmm. are it'll probably just last ten years the second time too. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. So well, that, that's the only that's the only question I had. Okay, thank you very much. Right. Thank you. Good luck. 210-308-8867. 210-308-8867. Uh, 
Yes. Uh, He's uh, thinking of something controversial here now. <laughs> no, he's going to make another observation. Uh, well, I have a question. I'm going to ask my question. Yeah, for, go ahead, answer. When do live oak acorns start to fall? Um, they are. They've already. I don't think I've got any falling in my place. I have there, lots of them falling. Yeah, the and the, it's the some, rain. Some of mine are coming down, but the ones that are really coming down are the red oaks, the Texas red oaks. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Yeah. But uh, normally, is this the time of year that happens? Yeah. Oh, okay, good. Oh, like pecans. I guess pecans fall. Yeah. yeah. In the fall. Well, okay. it's, in the fall, Milton. And it's uh, <laughs> fall. But it's re- what are you trying to say? Related to it's related to the the weather too, but. You know, it might be three weeks or four. And they're itty-bitty. They're, uh, are you a small? Uh, not the Texas Red Oaks. They no, no, the, uh, prosper. the live oak. Uh, I mean, they're they're smaller than a marble. I'll uh, bring some in tomorrow. They're itty-bitty. I don't know. I think they seem like they're the same size as normal. But right. I, I haven't had a lot of live oaks fall, not like Oh, man, my driveway is full. Uh-huh. It's weird. Uh, we've got one, and the neighbors have a live oak, and... The driveway is full of live oak, uh-huh. of little little itty bitty acorns. Maybe. Hey, we've Could got be. them dropping all over here too. Oh, do you? Okay, the little bitty ones. Uh, acorns. Dime size. Yeah, regular, regular size. Depends uh-huh. on the soil and. Okay, I'll bring some in. Whether you uh, low land or the high areas. All right. A lot of difference. Trace is up on the porch with us. That means either we've said something that he wants to correct. I wasn't listening. So <laughs> oh, good. Okay, well, you like that. That's good. Well, what's going on, man? Well, uh, we've had three, in, a numerous amount of the same three questions today. Okay. So, is it a good time to plant trees? Yes. Yes. yes we sold a, Fall uh, is for planting. We sold a ton of trees in the last couple of hours. It's not raining. Now, the one reason it wouldn't be is, as far as I know, the CPS um, tree rebate doesn't start till October 15th. Am I right on that? Well, I'm still waiting back from David to find out if it's even happening. Do you know yeah. something I don't know? I called. I called them and asked if they're um, they were going to give the the rebate again this year, and they said yes, they were, but well, it wouldn't start till ten fifteen. Then yeah. But I would assume if they save their receipt, they'll be. Do you think is that the way it's been in the past? I I'm not sure, but I would bet they could yeah. do something. Because this is. It was pretty good weather to plant. So that, um, mosquitoes. Yeah. <laughs> Lots of mosquito questions today. And a couple people bought Jerry's favorite plant. Oh, Citronella? Yes. Oh, oh yeah. good. Okay. And um, let's see what else. Oh, fungus. Just fungicides, uh, both liquids and granules. So there's a lot of people out there that are trying to prevent their grass funguses uh, from, from starting. Yeah, I think we're going to see some uh, brown patch, too. Right. And the- I've, even my yard, I've seen, I mean, in my neighborhood, you know, what have we had? 12 inches, 13 inches of rain, and their sprinklers are coming on automatically. And most, yeah. of, most of your granules. Yeah, granule, I see that. That's so Most of your granule fungicides actually give a preventative rate. Uh, and so it's like half strength from curative, but you can, you can put the, the fungicide out. In anticipation that you were going to get a problem and try to uh, stop it before you have it, and it's 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 time uh, to uh, quit sprinkling. Well, of course you shouldn't sprinkle in the last 
wait 10 days anyway, but uh, don't don't uh, water at night or in the evening anymore. And uh, cut back. The lawn can be a little dry now. It's been dry all summer, but uh, uh, just just to avoid that uh, brown patch. Once it starts, you get, it's easy to... Trace mentioned there's a number of good fungicides that stop the spread of it, but it's best if you just don't don't get it started, and that that comes if you can uh, keep the lawn on a little bit on the dry side uh, during this time of the year. The um, isn't there a, a little device or something that? Yeah, it's supposed is, that, is that the, required? If you is it required? System. Okay, yeah, because. Um, was it last Monday or sometime during the week I was driving by and I could barely see to get to work because of the rain. And off to the right there was somebody, there was a, all their sprinkler system. It's like, really? Come on, try. Just try a little bit. All right. Sorry. 210, that was the observation I made. Oh, okay. Yeah, 210-308-8867. Uh, talk a little bit about uh, next Saturday, David I, Rodriguez. Yeah, we're going to have uh, David Rodriguez out, and he's going to be uh, the, doing an adult seminar, free adult seminar, yeah. on cold weather crops and warm weather crop stuff. So your broccoli, cabbage, cauliflower, spinach, uh, all those kinds of things, as well as he'll be addressing any questions you might have for the uh, warm weather stuff, so uh, tomatoes, peppers, cucumbers. Spinach? Yeah. You said spinach. I've got Malabar spinach. Oh, Malabar spinach. They, uh, we'll, they, have, we'll have transplants soon. They, they could so? also take a look at the fruit trees you got in. Oh, yeah. Because this is a great time to plant fruit Wonderful trees. time to plant fruit trees, and we got a great selection of, uh, of your normal fruit trees, and we also got in some of the odd stuff, too. So blackberries, blueberries, um pomegranates, and pecans, avocados. So there's a, there's a lot to choose from. And a whole bunch of new citrus trees. Mm, that's good. Yeah, so um, it's a kind of a neat thing that Millburgers is doing now. With uh, They experimented with it maybe two years ago. I believe so. And it was a big success, which is bringing these uh, fruit trees in for the fall. And well, my, my lime trees that I planted this spring after the freeze took out the old ones are blooming up a storm now and setting fruit. I wouldn't be surprised if I get, because they don't have to get very large, I wouldn't be surprised if I get some fruit for this late this fall. Yeah. So they're, they're, they're unbelievable. The Meyer lemons and uh, Mexican limes, you got a lot of those, Chase? Uh, there's a fair amount, yep. Yeah. Now, the only problem with them, of course, you got to protect them from the cold, but they're they're unbelievable in terms of the production, uh, fast recovery, and the attractiveness, very attractive. Smell good. Hey, so without committing to a date, is there a uh, ETA? The maize every time we're here is a little bit. Uh, well, we're working in more, between the. Showers. I know it's true. Yeah, yeah. So You've did, lost almost a week, I, I guess. I just talked to Roger. Yeah. And other than a, a few little dress-ups and bringing out all the electrical stuff, he thinks he's okay. Thinks he's almost there. Good. Good deal. So because uh, so he's got past his mumbling and. You mentioned breath. He's talking about pirate sales, so he's already above the maze and making uh, ideas oh, for the okay. rest of it. And that's—I don't know if I was supposed to say that. No, oh, okay. There, there we didn't, a, there we didn't a, hear it here. There is a theme. Um, so uh, anyway, the pirate yeah, sale. Oh, you mean the sales? Boat? Yeah, I was thinking. Boat like, sales. Yeah. Are we selling pirates now? Marketing? Is this a marketing <laughs> thing? That's right. Welcome to Mill Burgers. I. 
I can't help you. All right, 210, that would be pirate selling. Yes. Pirate sales. Okay, never mind. But uh, the neat thing is if you go to Facebook and look on Millburger's site, there's a people know and get excited about the uh, the maze. And we tried to put pictures of the yeah, bird on there. But I still haven't found it yet. I don't know where she stuck it, and I'm not okay. good enough to figure it out either. Okay. Is that Jerry Zelthia over there? Or, or, I mean, Email me the picture. Yes. Yeah, that's, uh, yeah. Blue, print, blue, blue Angel. Uh-huh. I mean, plant, yeah. when you come into the nursery, take a look at those, too. That's not a, kind of an unusual plant. And we did get in some Althea patio trees, not Blue Angel, but uh, some other colors. So I hadn't seen an Althea patio tree in probably... 20 plus years. No. What's that mean with a patio tree? It's the mid size? It's tall, yeah. yeah. Oh, cool. It's the trunk and the ball on the top. Hey, we need to take a break real quick, so hang on. Don't go anywhere. 210 308 8867. 210 308 8867. More of Millburgers Gardening South Texas coming up on 9 30 a.m. The answer. Hi, it's Milton Glick for Millburgers Landscape Nursery at 1604 on Boulevardy Road. And I want to talk to you about something we don't normally talk about this time of year. That's fall fruit trees. That's right. Normally when we're talking about fruit trees, we're talking about them in January, early February. But Millburgers tried something a couple years ago, and it's been a big success. So now Millburgers has a great selection of freshly arrived fall Fruit trees. These are some of your favorites, including apples and peaches, pears, plums, nectarines, all of them chosen because they do well in this area. And they're on sale in the five-gallon container for just $26.88. Another item on sale, too, that's time to plant is pecans. Fresh shipments have just arrived of all your favorite pecans, and they're in the seven-gallon container for just $68.88. This week at Millburgers, you'll find savings on ground covers, fall garden mums, petunias, and much, much more at Millburgers Landscape Nursery, 1604 and Boulevard Road on the web at millburgernursery.com. This is Mark Sadaski for Mark Sadaski Jewelers. I want to talk to you about family, cherished memories, and history. Look in your dresser drawer and you'll find a ring that was grandma's, a stick pin that was grandpa's, a necklace that was mother's. These are cherished pieces that bring back memories and love. The problem is they don't fit into your wardrobe and lifestyle. That's where we come in. At Mark Sadaski Jewelers, we can use the gems from your family's history and transform them into a piece of jewelry that does fit your wardrobe and lifestyle. You can then enjoy telling your friends and family family that this ring has mother's diamond grandpa's ruby but it was made for me mark sadowski jewelers takes pride in redesigning your family treasures and memories into something that's made for you and the best part is you contribute the ideas that will make it yours mark sadowski jewelers a family tradition since 1933 that's 85 years call us at 210-377-1818 that's 210-377-1818 Bodhi Taney, author of the incredible best-selling Zion Chronicles and Zion Covenant series, returns to the setting of Israel in On the Mountain of the Lord, the first book in the new series, The Elijah Chronicles. In On the Mountain of the Lord, Taney teams up with Holy Land history expert Ray Bentley to give her dedicated historical fiction fans a thrilling story set in the world's most sacred and mysterious sites. Come along on a journey from London to the farthest corners of the world with Jack Garrison, a man who has lost his faith after 
after a life-altering and devastating event. Jack is sent on a fact-finding mission in Israel and Palestine, where he's attacked by radical Islamic terrorists and is being tracked down by an enemy who wants to stop him from finding the truth that the Bible's prophecy about the nation of Israel and the world's future is true and unfolding before his eyes. Order your copy of Bodhi Taney and Ray Bentley's new book on the Mountain of the Lord, Elijah Chronicles, at Amazon, BarnesandNoble.com, and select Costco stores. Welcome back to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas, on 930 AM, The Answer. Hey, as the sun's breaking out, uh, take a look at that deck outside your house and uh, see what it looks like. If it's gray, if it looks old, if you're just kind of thinking, well, that's the way it's got to be. It doesn't have to be that way. Call my buddy over there, Barry Hagendorf, at Deck and Patio Care, and he will take care of you. First thing you're going to do is go to deckandpatiocare.com, and you're going to take a look at the pictures of the before and after. And you're going to see in the before something that looks probably worse than your deck. And the after is you're going to go, wow, that's what you want your deck to look like. Fences, all that stuff. Barry and Deck and Patio Care can take care of it. You can check them out, deckandpatiocare.com, or call them at 210-822-9147. 210-822-9147. As Barry says, your deck really can look new again. Check it out, deckandpatiocare.com, deckandpatiocare.com. Dot com. You'll like it. Mark is on hold at 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867. Mark, what's going on? Good afternoon, guys. Good afternoon. Hey, I, um, I live up near Dripping Springs, and I put three Monterey Oaks in the ground last September. They were probably, I don't know, I got, the sm- I got a smaller size. I want to say they were, uh, they were 15, 20-gallon Monterey Oaks. Um, two of them are are have dark green uh, foliage and are putting out some new growth now that the rains have hit. But one of them has got kind of very light green foliage, and I'm and it hasn't put out any new growth um, since the spring. I'm wondering if there's an issue with that. I don't think I need to feed them, but I didn't know if there was something going on that you might have some insights on. How long is the how long has the light, the, the foliage been light green? Is it just, um, just, probably since middle of the summer. Okay, how how are they water? It's no chance that it's um, yes gotten soggy. So, is there? Um, well, you know, I've got like two inches of soil, and <laughs> and then you're down to kind of caliche and bedrock. So. I water them once a week. Um, I've got some bubblers that are spaced probably uh, three feet out from the from the center of the uh, you know from the trunk, uh, but only once a week. Well, I think you just got to give them a chance to to deal with that. Uh, now the problem is when you're in that kind of soil, you don't. It's not a real. A uh, lot of opportunity for recovery, but uh, with this rain, um, if it's gonna if it's gonna perk up, it'll certainly perk up. So I would just I would just go ahead and let it go and see if it doesn't uh, come around. As long as it's you know the as long as it's not caused by soggy soil or anything like that. If it's if it's just caused by dry. Uh, then uh, the best that you can do is to see if the rain, this rainy period will perk it up. 
you, you, so you don't, don't have any, any kind of feeding or anything like that would be necessary, given that it's a Monterey oak and they shouldn't need any, and, and they've only been in the ground a year. Well, fertilizer? No, I wouldn't do fertilizer. No, in the spring. In the yeah. spring, you could. Yeah, and uh, the, okay. in the spring, for those that are showing some growth, they just can't. If they're not showing any growth, they, they just can't utilize nutrients, and sometimes the salt will have a negative effect on them in fact yeah you you want to you want a healthy plant uh, that's the only ones that are capable of using using additional nutrients you've got to realize what? that uh you've got to realize that they're Mount monterey oaks every one of them are from acorns and every every one of them are genetically different yes so uh that that one that you've got that's got a little light green foliage, it could be an establishment issue or it could be uh, just the fact that, uh, that that that's the way that plant's going to grow a little bit. But it may, and, it, may grow, about, it, it may grow out of it if it's an establishment issue. Okay. What about using something like, you know, I've heard tell, I, I think you guys have talked about it, micro, is it called mycorrhizome? To help the uh, to help the, the the roots establish. Well, I don't. It won't be a factor now. I th- you know, you're talking about or like uh, Milberger's has got a new organic uh, fertilizer that's got one of the claims to fame is it's got mycorrhizae in it, and uh, it's. Um, I don't think it's going to have that would have an effect one way or the other. It probably wouldn't hurt anything, but uh, it's not going to be a factor. I, th- I think you'll. Uh, I think you'll. The, the key is how how it reacts to uh, this spell. You know, it went through a t- really tough summer. Very little in uh, your soil you described, which is typical for around our area. But that's that's tough. It's a real challenge for the newly planted plants anyway, and especially when we have the summer like we had. So. I, I think just give it a chance. Are the leaves, none of the leaves dropping yet? No, none of the leaves are dropping. There, there's no, there are none that are turning brown on the edges or anything like that. It's mm. just that it's, it's kind of yeah. palish green compared to the other two, and it's not putting out any new growth. It seems like once the rain started up here a couple of weeks ago, the, some new growth has, has uh, popped out on, on the other two, but not on this one. Mm-hmm. Well, I, th- I think the, the the best is to let let the rain and its cooler weathers t- have, go ahead and affect it and see what happens. And do you okay, um, that'll that I, I think that's the best formula. All right. uh, can, Thank you very can much. You, can you wear blinders or something when yeah. you when you go out? Are they <laughs> in a place that you have to look at them all the time? Look at them all the time. <laughs> a, a lot of a lot of times when you look at a tree a lot it'll it'll be lighter green than the others. <laughs> Do you just make that, that up? Mind. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, let us let Thank us know guys. though if you get any kind of definitive Next change, spring. yeah, from it. We'll do. We'll do. Thank you. All right. Good luck, Mark. Thank you. Two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven. Evelyn is on the line. Hey. Hey, Evelyn. How are you? I'm good. Oh, only good and wet. <laughs> mm, good. Uh, we got a report of uh, rain uh, seven inches 
not counting what we had last night and today. I don't know, probably another inch and a half or so. But wow. Yes. When y'all were You're... getting rained down that way, we didn't get anything here till last uh, Thursday, I guess, we started. Yeah, you're in Converse, right? No, shirts. Shirts. Okay. Yes. Okay, and well, then I couldn't bad. believe my eyes when I read last week, last Saturday's newspaper and opened it up to Dr. Finch's page. The horse herb in there. Oh, my God. Hey, can you believe he's wasting <laughs> newspaper space on that horse herb? But you know, Evelyn, you can predict. <laughs> I mentioned the horse herb so that I could transition to talk about uh, frog fruit. Uh-huh. Nobody even had any interest in the frog fruit or even the Dorfruelia. <laughs> All they wanted to know is, does that mean you found a new source for uh, horse, horse herb? herb? <laughs> We've been looking I don't for know seed the, for uh, frog. What is it? Frog what? Frog, frog fruit. fruit. Frog it's fruit. got a white. I don't know what uh, that is. It's a ground cover that's low, growing like the uh, horse herb, but it. Uh, it's a little. Uh, it's not. It's not. It's not as uh, aggressive, uh, but it, but it. Uh, so it's a good butterfly plant too. We planted both of those, horse herb and frog fruit in the certified butterfly garden here at Millburgers. Oh my god! And gosh. when it's when it's droughty, <laughs> the horse oh herb gosh. disappears and the frog fruit grows over the top. But the minute these rains started, the uh, horse herb has reasserted its claim over there you the go. territory oh, yes. at I the beginning. I see that in my alley. There was nothing there, and now it's... Uh. <laughs> why, don't, why don't we give her address and let people go over and dig their own <laughs> horse herb out of her alley? <laughs> There's plenty there, and it's going where it's not supposed to be going. <laughs> and Dr. Parsons, I heard you last Saturday or the weekend talking about the old lady that didn't like the horse herb. Uh, <laughs> that wasn't Evelyn you were talking about, was no, it? No, no. Uh, that's, uh, <laughs> <laughs> that's okay. <laughs> y'all do a good job. I'll listen to y'all every weekend if possible. Okay. Well, we appreciate it. And uh, you won't mind if we give your address and let people come over and dig your orchard? We'll do, a, we'll do a tour. We'll get a bus from the nursery. And now, there you go. She doesn't call us enough anyway, so don't uh, get, get uh, in there. Don't, don't, yeah. <laughs> How much rain did Evelyn say she got? How seven. Much? Almost. Oh, yeah. Since when? Inches. And then last night we had some, and uh, it was raining off and on all this morning, so I don't know. I didn't go out there to see how much more we got. She only she said it only started in uh, Thursday. Last week though. Thursday it first oh, started in here. How odd. Okay. So, yeah, we the I think officially at the airport they've had twelve or so, and that's what that's what I've San, had at my house. San Antonio in this area just uh, is just so odd to me because okay, so yesterday I had an appointment downtown. I'm driving from our offices near the airport where it's pouring, and then I kind of then it's drizzling down San Pedro, and I get to about Hildebrand, and it's dry. It hadn't rained, it hadn't done anything, and this has been all morning. It's now you know, like 11 o'clock, and it's like, wow, that's so weird. Anyway, um, uh, it's just been weird all over. It rains in one spot, and you go yeah. ways, and there's nothing, and. That's why they get the term scattered. Yeah, they're definitely scattered. Yes, but you it still is. expect it to kind of, 
just be heavier some places. Oh, not, not like raining heavy one and nowhere. You could literally like it was like Hildebrand was the end of it. Like the clouds got to Hildebrand and said, "Nah, we're not going yeah. that far south. <laughs> Forget it." Somebody they, is irritated. They, they don't us like the flooding. Mode. Yeah, exactly. I don't know. Well, thank you, Evelyn. All right. It is good to hear from you. We miss hearing from you every now and then. You keep us informed, okay? Keep up the and, good work. Uh, yeah, I'm just, uh, we'll send the, the horse herd people your way then. There you go. Okay. You know, that's because what, that's what Maybe we ought to have a tour, you know, uh, <laughs> of people with horse herb in their backyard. Oh, that'd be the horse herb tour. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that'd be good. That's that's one that, plant people would not squawk about if you stole it, probably. Probably not. Yeah, if you... All right. Thanks, Evelyn. Uh-huh. Bye. You know, you should, you should name that plant after Evelyn. Uh, yeah, I know. Evelyn's right. horse herb. I know. Like Lynn's legacy. Ooh, that, or love. that would drive her crazy. Uh, yeah. she'd, be, she'd be after Jerry. Yeah. yeah. I think she's already hunting for him. Yeah. All right. Again, 210-308-8867. We just got about a minute left. Evelyn, that's what we'll plant on Jerry's uh, graves. Uh, grave is horse herb. Right? Yeah. Yeah. And then when it dries up, it goes away. Yeah. And then just like Parsons, it comes back when the conditions are good. <laughs> the conditions are right. When you least expect it. <laughs> expect it. All right. 210-308-8867. Hey, listen, we've just got about, uh, sorry, about 30 uh, seconds left. So I'm going to give you the website again, MillburgerNursery.com. That's where you'll learn about the upcoming seminar uh, next Saturday with David Rodriguez on fall vegetable and uh, landscape gardening. That's from 1030 to noon. That's MillburgerNursery.com, MillburgerNursery.com. And the number to call to make your reservations for the children's gardening class the next weekend is uh, 210-497-3760. 210-497-3760. And I put the uh, post on Facebook so you can see what the plant looks like for the plant of the weekend. Uh, just, uh, okay, we've got to go. So... Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for donald trump to hire i find out the worst enemy that i'm going to face in my life is right here in america they took my assessment and they wanted me to change it i was like i'm not changing it they had to get rid of flynn with in-depth interviews archival footage and never before seen personal record to the man behind the headlines i just felt like i was drowning flynn deliver the truth whatever the cost available now watch it today go to salemnow.com salemnow.com